If you're listening to the car and you're on your way home, we'll be in turn your around because <laughs> we're in your house. We're in your house. Welcome to the Horror Junkies Podcast, the podcast where we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Pat. And I'm Jorge. And listeners, we are joined by Kevin and Jennifer Sluter today on the show. Welcome them all. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having us. No problem. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy schedule to talk to some bearded, sweaty guys on, <laughs> on over the interwebs. I just shaved my beard. It's weird. <laughs> I, I was getting ready to say I shaved my beard today. I yeah, <laughs> I'm 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 looking a bit grizzly myself. So I haven't yeah. seen my chin since 1992. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, thank you guys so much for giving us the opportunity to not only watch your film, um, but to also pick your brain about it a little bit and let our wow. listeners get that exclusive content. It's gonna be fun. Okay. Um, the first thing we always like to do on our show is we kind of like to pick your brain. The both of you top three favorite horror movies off the top of your head. Put him oh, on the spot. Um, I put him on the spot. The, 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 one that, the one that immediately goes to my and this is like far and away my favorite horror film, and it's The Descent. Nice. Ooh, yeah, that's a good movie. I love it. Um, it. It's actually like probably one, two, and three. Um, I, I, I love that film so much. And then you got to go classic with Halloween. And then, uh, man, number three. Oh, no, Jen, go, and I'll think of number okay. three. Yeah, three's tough. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so my favorite, and... Uh, you will hear me say this on other podcasts, so I'm being honest. It's The Shining. I love The Shining. Nice. Um, and I guess I want to go a little more recent. Uh, there's one that's out in theaters now, or was just recently, um, by Coralie Fargiat. Um, she's a French oh, director. It's that. called Revenge. Ah. Oh, yes. I've actually seen some uh, some stills of the movie. haven't watched it yet, but yeah. it looks pretty fucking intense. It's, it's badass. I, I, I watched it twice. One. I caught it at the uh, Chattanooga Film Festival, and then as soon as I saw it was playing in L.A., we, we both went and saw it um, up on Hollywood Boulevard. So, oh, man, that one's incredible. Now, yeah. now i got to think of another uh, three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can get stuck in the loop and go on forever. Oh, yeah. There's too many great movies. <laughs> I think ours change yeah, every time. Literally about every other three to four months, we're always coming up with a new top three or five horror movies. Just because... The world of horror is drastically changing when it comes to yeah originality, script, plot. Like you're not, it's it's pretty awesome how it, horror Tusk is up there now for me. Tusk is up there. Have you guys ever watched Tusk by Seven, Kevin Smith? I, I, I have not seen that. It's like I, I get free rentals <laughs> from the library, and I've gotten Tusk a couple times, and I, and I haven't watched it either time, which is sad. Um, I, I got I got yeah, but it's it's a tie. Oh, um, okay. So this is giving me extra picks, obviously. Yeah. Um, Carrie, Rod DePalma's Carrie, I yeah. think is, is awesome. Uh, and then for just classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which we just watched a couple yeah. of months ago, and man, that's still that's still great. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and then one I just saw for the second time at Popcorn Frights. It's called Tigers Are Not Afraid by Issa Lopez. Okay. Um, hmm. And it's not, not technically a horror. It's 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 but it has 
horror moments, and, and I can't think of something more horrific than being, you know, eight to 12-year-old kids on the street of Mexico City trying to survive this this person that wants to kill them. Uh, it, it's, it's magnificently shot. It's a wonderful film. Uh, I highly recommend it. It is not gore or any of that kind of horror, but it is the horror of human experience, so hmm. I think that kind of kind of mixes things up with the, the kind of the classic tales in there um, and then kind of a new take. You're talking about new takes on horror, and, and uh, I think that's definitely a, a very solid one. I'm going to have to check that one out. That one sounds yeah. pretty intense. What you said in Mexico, uh, so I was in. Approved. He, he just uh, signed her on to do oh. a project with him. So nice. uh, Guillermo del Toro is definitely a fan of Mr. Lopez. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Del Toro is a uh, probably one of our He's top directors amongst all of us on the show. We love that guy. Yeah, there's some kind of kind of visuals in the film that are, are definitely Del Toro influenced, uh, but it's her own thing. She she did her own thing with it, and she wrote it as well. Uh, I just found her to be a remarkably talented artist. Awesome. So I'm trying to trumpet her every every time. <laughs> I'm on That's podcast. awesome. That's support support independent horror. That's what we're all about. Yep. Um, yeah. So let's kind of dive into your guys' movie a little bit. So Heartless. Um, it's a, a short film directed by you, Kevin. Um, yes. It's based on the Egg Islands Poe, the Tell, uh, the Telltale Heart. Which, when I read about that, I was like, "That's amazing." Yeah. So, can you talk <laughs> about like, was that your inspiration? Was like, you read that poem, and you, or have you always loved that poem and really wanted to see it come to film, or like, how did you come up with a movie based off this poem or short story, I should say, by Egg Island Poe? Uh, I was actually on a film set in a friend's house, and um, the uh, lead actress was talking to the sound guy about post stories that they love the most, and, and none of it brought up, you know, uh, uh, Telltale Heart, and that's by far my favorite. Yeah. And, and I finally typed in at the end, it's like, there's Telltale Heart, and then there's everything else. Uh, exactly. I just think it's an amazing story. Right. So then, you know, it's a pretty long shoot day, and I'm driving home that night, and, and uh, you know, we're just kind of listening to music or whatever, riding home, and, and I just got this shot in my head of this uh, corporate businesswoman uh, staring into the mirror, having done what the Telltale Heart narrator did the night before. Now, I had read the story in, in probably, you know, 15, 20 years, but I remembered it. Uh, so then I got home, and of course I Googled, you know, modern day take on, you know, Edgar Allan Poe's Telltale Heart, and, and I didn't find anything set in the corporate atmosphere. And I was like, really? Oh, wow. Okay, I better get to writing. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> but then I looked at the story and, and just saw how, how gory it was, and I was like, oh, man, I, I think I can make a, a pretty effective uh, horror short out of this, uh, you know, funny, punchy, bloody. Uh, so, yeah, I just went to work on it after that. But it was always a story that I appreciated. Um, and then just for whatever reason on that, you know, you, you never know when an idea is going to hit you. And it hit me when I was driving, and I just started working on it when I got home. That's crazy. Hell, yeah. That is uh, – I feel like that is one of the more underrated – Edgar Allan Poe works. Yeah. Everyone's always, you know, the Raven with Nevermore yeah. and, you know, yeah. or what's another very famous oh. Annabelle Lee, a short poem. <laughs> I mean, Lee, yeah. he, a lot of people, like he has so much that so many people focus on just a little bit of his work when there's like, there are, he a had, lot. he wrote yeah. a lot back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. it's really cool that you were able to take that, you know, like, like you said, driving down the road and that like the idea just came to head, um, came to your head, excuse me. Um, that's really cool. Um, another thing is like, I think, uh, acting casting wise was perfect stacy snyder um she was <laughs> creeping me out watching this <laughs> the entire time and i think that was super effective like she, it just really got she got unnerving to me a little yeah, bit yeah. it was it was kind of scary watching her you know wield well, the just, thing she did 
Yeah, she's kind of a creepy person. Though. <laughs> <laughs> she, she, was it? <laughs> oh man, she's gonna punch me. Uh, no, she uh, she's actually the face I had looking in the mirror. She she worked on a, a the short film we did before this called Feeding Time, and she was the lead in that. And we produced that film, and I just watched her work, and I was like, oh wow, she's incredible. I'd love to work with her uh, again sometime. And that was the face I had staring in the mirror. And luckily she was available and, and you know, I basically hit her up on, on text and was like, hey, I've got a script I want to send to you. And, and she signed on after that. But yeah, she's she's a phenomenal actress. She, she came in on a blind audition uh, for the feeding time role and just blew our socks off. And, and I was just kind of like, all right, that's, you know, that, that's a gem. Hmm. <laughs> she's a gem and a really sweet person as well. Did you have to direct her like a lot too? Or was it like just natural for her to be like that creepy? Uh, it, it, it takes a little it takes a little bit like the stuff in the backyard uh i, I gave her some notes on that um right. we had to redo some of the stuff in the house because uh, of time and everything so i had to had to direct her on the new stuff that was done mm-hmm. um it, she is uh she's a an actress who you give her one note one direction and she will go with it it was it was very rare that's I awesome to, actually I, I didn't have to adjust after that it's basically just like you just point her in the right direction, and she goes there full force. So it was really fun, the stuff in the backyard, because it gets pretty gory. And then she went yes. she went all in on that. That was, like, I think the direction for one of the, the pivotal things, uh, it was just one sentence. And and then, you know, and as far as the description in the script, it was four lines. Uh, and it's about, you know, 45 seconds of film time. And so yeah. it's the goriest part of that. But that was all her just all those different reactions, all are, you know, so that was kudos to her performance in that. In I definitely that got some Patrick Bateman vibes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Watching that scene, I was like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I've got a funny behind-the-scenes uh, story about that. So I think Kevin just told her, basically, just take it as far as you can go, and he just left a camera roll. Is that exactly what happened? Yeah. Yeah, okay, and so then, okay, I don't want to do too many spoilers for sure in case yeah. anybody's going to later but there's obviously telltale heart there's a heart involved yes and so she and this heart are there and right at the end she said right before kevin said cut she, she was just about to lick the heart and she did <laughs> <laughs> yes giving it her all yeah, that's amazing she had run the gamut of emotions so yeah. Yeah, we, we held the camera on her for about a minute and a half and she just was doing all these different inflections and then she the stuff that we used in you know, the first half of it was like the first take, and then the second half of it was the second take, and yeah, right. it was toward the end of the second take was where we got the the really meaty part of that performance, um, and then 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 we cut, yeah. and uh, it became what it became. It was super yeah. funny too because she had her moment. Kevin yelled, "Cut!" And then she started giggling. She's like, "I almost licked it." <laughs> <laughs> I kind of I kind of almost wish it would have happened. I can't, yeah, Not that would have been that would have been funny. Um, <laughs> One of the things I really liked, um, without you know giving like, like we said, not giving too much weight, was the underlying tones of um, sexism in the workplace. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed that because like that is something that really happens in the real world, especially in the corporate business world. Uh, I I really appreciate it, and it's fun watching her do things and kind of react the way she does to the. <laughs> Uh, things being said to her. Go get me some coffee. Yeah, go get me some coffee. <laughs> okay, and I like how it kind of like you know then later on in the movie we're kind of re revisiting that yeah, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I think George had a really <laughs> special question. Actually, yeah, talking about coffee, so I really have to ask probably the most important question <laughs> of this whole interview is what flavor was the muffin? 
Blueberry. Ah, okay, that's perfect. We should have had a poll. I am, I am gonna go get a blueberry muffin. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I could have made five bucks. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because I looked at, it, I'm like, that's gotta be a blue bun. See, but blue I'm glad. I'm glad they knew though. Like blueberry they knew. Muffin. They were. They weren't like, oh wait, what was it? They're like, nope, it was a blueberry. It's definitely blueberry. They were expecting that question. They're like, they're gonna ask us about the muffin, aren't they? <laughs> um, yeah. You gotta, gotta have it all covered. Gotta be on the yeah. game. Yeah. So, yeah. Hell yeah. Can you kind of? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. What was that? No, with the sexism in the workplace, it was just, I was just going to say that, you know, I just tried to put as many, like, subtly demeaning and overtly demeaning comments in, like, it was only about a page and a quarter, a page yeah. and a half of, of screen time, but I just tried to pack it with as many demeaning, right down to him interrupting or what she's explaining. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I was like, just every, I wanted every beat, every moment with the guys to be some form of, of demeaning communication toward her. Um, and then that kind of get, get everybody on her side seeing as, you know, she's, she's been bad. Yeah. It really, it really does add, I think, to the short with that dynamic between the, the, the four characters that are involved in that sequence. And then another thing I really liked was like the, the questioning of her sanity throughout yeah. the uh, throughout i mean like it, it's a 12 minute short and i'm the entire time i'm like from beginning to end i'm like okay is she like just seeing things or is she actually going insane or what's going on so i really like that like i yeah. didn't know until i got to the finish and i was like well done yeah well yeah. delivered okay. yeah thanks um, yeah i i, I question the character sanity too because, uh, <laughs> yeah. um yes. So, uh, could you guys, like, are you guys working on anything more? I know you guys are just, like, this is really coming out. I mean, like, anything in, like, the b very, very beginning draft stages of what could become your next thing? Are you trying to make Heartless more into something or working on some of your other titles, like Feeding Time, things like that, making them maybe a full feature or anything like that? Uh, for, for Heartless, we, I, I have a, a rough outline done on a, on a feature version. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out exactly how to make that work. Cause it's, it's pretty, it's, it's a fast moving. It's like 10 and a half minutes of screen time. Yeah. Seven blood effects. I mean, it's, it's, it moves pretty quick. So for a feature, you know, you got to spread that out and I'm yeah. trying to figure out exactly how to do that. But I got a, I got a decent feel for it. I got to think about it a little bit longer. Um, I just finished the a feature length horror um, uh, script. And, and so right now it's getting a budget done to see what, you know, what it would cost to make it. And then I'll know a little better after I get that back, what the possibilities are for, for it going forward. Awesome. Uh, I will look forward to that. Hopefully good things come your way for that one. Then. Yeah, seriously. Um, Hopefully yeah, there's so licking of hearts in that one. Yes. Licking <laughs> of the hearts. It, it, Taking notes I mean, from the last it, film. It's, it's actually bloodier than heartless. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. We love yeah. gore on this show. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah, we're like, we're like page 40 on. Well, no, gosh, it starts on like page 16. But yeah, it's it's like there's a lot of. Awesome. Lot of blood. Uh, no holding back. No yeah. holding back. Um, you guys, were you guys at Popcorn Frights this last uh, weekend? Or were you guys, your movie just. I was. You were? How did you guys like it? I love it, man. Mark and Igor put on a, an amazing festival, and they were just super nice and, and yeah. very filmmaker friendly. And oh, that was great. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I loved the program. That's where I saw um, Tigers Are Not Afraid again. So they really program a lot of different things, and I, I like how they represent all the different sides of genre rather mm -hmm. than, you know, all like, you know, uh, gore and exploitation flicks or or all like artsy horror or whatever. I mean, they, they I mean, there was something for everybody there. Um, and and I thought that was a really cool thing about it. And and there was only 
like 20 shorts programmed and I know they got a ton of submissions. So I was yeah. really, really uh, fortunate and uh, I felt very lucky to uh, and honored to, to be a part of that uh, thing. And it's, a, it's, it's in its fourth year and it just moved to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I think they got a really great venue there. The sound is amazing. Yeah, there. They, they are. Just, they, what they do there down in South Florida is awesome. So cool. Yeah. I mean, with the countless, not only like their film festivals, they also do like screenings of like really cool old movies. Love them. I love what they do. So I'm glad that you guys actually did get the opportunity to get on board of Popcorn Frights and have your movie featured. Oh no, it was yeah. it was wonderful. Yeah, they're, they're, he's doing like a John Carpenter uh, series. I yeah. think the fourth, the seventh, yeah, or something like that. that. Yeah, I just saw the post he made today about it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I got a, I, I got a fun one for you. It's kind of shifting away. If you had the opportunity <laughs> to remake a classic horror movie, which one would you go for and why? Oh, man. Goodness. Stop. Oh, <laughs> we asked the hard we questions gotta, we gotta stop doing on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, goodness. Oh. We got to start sending That's... our questions to people. <laughs> just go get mad. Just, like, remake The Shining and cut the first hour Ooh. out. Ooh. <laughs> cut the first hour out? I can see yeah. that. I can see it. Oh, just just get to the point. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Sammy Kubrick. It's, it's sacrilege. I'm sure it's like we'll get hate mail now, but yeah. <laughs> hey, if you got haters, you're doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. That's the, that's the first one that came to mind, but uh, yeah, I'm sure there's there's so much more worthy than Shining. Yeah, as a but, I mean, like we we talked about the Shining being remade on this podcast before, and Patrick uh, thought the good director would be Wes Anderson. Yeah. If anyone like <laughs> big league director was supposed to make it, like he was like Wes Anderson, I think could do a pretty good job. Um, it'd be interesting to see what you could do with remaking The Shining too. That movie's crazy. There's a lot of potential there. Yeah, a lot of things not actually talked about. Yeah, exactly. Via the book. Yeah, yeah. I know that uh, Stephen King's a little upset that uh, it didn't adhere to the book as much. Yeah, it's like the only so, movie he doesn't like either. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah. like you're crazy, pretty much right? the only good one. To, well, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's great ones now, but no, yeah, it wasn't. Not, it wasn't always the case. Yeah. Um, so I guess like another thing, uh, as a director or and uh, you as well, Jennifer. You know, what is your favorite aspect of the horror genre? Like, what really draws you into filming horror movies? Uh, do you want to answer? Yeah. That? Well, yeah. So <clears throat> my role on the company is marketing and production design and costume design and that sort of thing. Um, so I guess for horror, especially with independent horror. Um, and the movies our friends are making and the things that we're seeing out at festivals, it's just the most interesting storytelling that's out there right now. Um, right. You know, a lot of the big budget stuff, I know I love explosions and car chases and stuff too, don't <laughs> get me wrong, but it's there. the story is lacking in a lot of the bigger movies. Yes. Um, so I really like that aspect of specifically independent horror is that you're going to get an interesting ride. And yeah. It's not where you think it's gonna go so oh, no. it, is a, it is a ride i feel yeah. like i feel like it's like one of the only genres that dugs in deep into like like psyche shit you know i mean yeah. hereditary just literally left you mindless yeah. so i mean <laughs> <laughs> there's that right? for you yeah, yeah I, I i think for for like writing and directing i've written in in various genres or whatever and and horror is is especially cool because you have built-in stakes and urgency and basically in any anything you're writing you you have goal stakes urgency those are those are three like rules you need those things 
Right. Um, you know, your rom-com, you know, what, what are the stakes? It's like, you don't land this person. Well, there's other people. It's like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Your, your life doesn't depend on it. But in horror, your life depends on it. Yeah. It's like, it's, you know, and, and you have that, uh, the stakes, and there's why, you know, love the descent. And I mean, that is it's just go get out of there. Stakes, you know, you're going to die. Yeah. I heard you say you want to die pretty soon. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, all those things are worked in with a, with an effective horror script. Um, and, and it's just, it's built in, you know, you're in the haunted house, so you could die. Um, the, you know, life and death situations that horror just traffics in that a lot of other genres don't. Um, and I just, I kind of think that's, uh, one of the things that is such a cathartic thing for people. Right. Yeah. It really, that sounds, that was, that was well said. Yes, very. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I agree. that one. You, you brought me down. I, I completely <laughs> fucking agree. That was awesome. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, all right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop, no more. Uh, within the horror genre, like, what's your favorite genre? Within the horror genre, what's your favorite genre? Like, uh, in horror, like, gore and stuff like that? Um, I, I, I like family and peril stuff. Like, okay. the, you know, once again, I, I think The Descent is it's a family of friends, a group of people, you know, that... Uh, I like uh, um, ah, The Conjuring, you know, that where, uh, yeah, that, when the stakes are bigger, like you, you mm-hmm. your kid's going to die, The Exorcist, mm-hmm. um, things like that. Uh, right. I, I seem to go back to that more and more, more than like a slasher film, even though I would like to write a slasher film. Um, oh, my God. Ooh, that'd be sick. <laughs> you can't, you can't I love, go wrong. I love slasher movies. I love you know, slasher movies. And you guys could bring yeah. it back because, like, right now, slashers are kind of meh. Like Bring what do we in. have? We have uh, Happy Day or uh, Oh Happy Death uh, Happy Day, Day, Happy Death Day, and we stuff have like Slash that. Slasher the TV show on Netflix. Like it's not that great right now, and it, I think it needs a nice comeback. I definitely agree with that. All right, all right, cool. working on it. Right so on. do it. <laughs> so what we're saying is <laughs> so you need to do it now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll get to work on that. But no, Hell I, yeah. I have a I have a slasher idea. We'll we'll see. Six. We'll see how it works out. See if I can make it work. Well, but uh, you got the new Halloween coming out. Right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, I think Halloween may be the one that's going to bring it back. Let, fingers may, crossed may, on that Fingers one. crossed. We'll see. That's all we can do is be hopeful. Yeah. So Heartless <laughs> is playing in Horror Hound Weekend Film Festival this weekend on the 24th of August. It's then going yes. to Cinefa- uh Jesus, the fourth annual Cinema Fantastic Week Film Festival. Say that five times fast. I can't. It's uh, <laughs> in Vancouver, August 25th. Yeah. You guys are going to Horrible Imaging Film Festival. Man, this movie is going around, making its rounds. Good. And rightfully so, because, I mean, like I said, this this short is definitely gripping. It has you guessing from the beginning. It has all the shock value that you want in a, in a, in a short, if you will, even in a movie. I mean, there's just so much that you could peel the layers back and just talk about endless scenes forever and we would if we weren't gonna we just don't want to spoil it for everyone um but i mean like well shot the stills that we were sent over by lillian are freaking amazing um it really paints a really cool picture um so if you're out there and you're listening in this world listeners and you live in these different areas if you go to heartlessmovie.com they have a where to watch and you can buy tickets from their website you can watch a trailer you can contact them Talk to the director. Give him your money. <laughs> Give him your money. <laughs> so we can right. get that slasher film. Support Come on. independent <laughs> horror. Yeah, it's like we started the GoFundMe, right? Now. Exactly. <laughs> started the GoFundMe. Um, but uh, 
I mean, I guess like that's really it for us. Do you have any weird questions for us? Maybe you want to ask us our opinions on certain things. We can kind of sh- switch this interview around. You interview us. The tables have turned. The tables have turned. Oh, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> no, I was good. I mean, I don't know. What, I mean, uh, what, 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 uh, what, what horror movies do you guys like? What, uh, there we go. Oh, oh God. Updated version. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, for me, I'm a big Scream fan. Um, love Scream, love Ghostface. I love the the guessing game through the entire series and the TV show. Yeah. I'm a fan of the TV show. Actually, um, yeah, that was good. I liked it. I'm also a huge Clyde Barker fan, so I enjoy Good Hellraiser, <laughs> Nightbreed. Um, and then I think one of my top movies up there right now, number three, if I'm going to do Scream, Hellraiser, number three is going to be um, Hostel by Eli Roth. I really enjoy Hostel and the carnage that it really Hostel's presents. on your top right now? Hostel's really? on my top wow. right now. Wow, Mike. What a comeback. I know. What a guy. Yeah. Uh, right. For me... Now you liked all the blood and gore, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, yeah. I, I love the blood and gore. Yeah. <laughs> Mike likes the color red. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for me right now, again, Tusk, because I just watched it again for like the fifth time in my life because uh, it's on Netflix right now. So Tusk, yeah. Uh, man, what else do I have? I guess I'm on Aliens right now. Okay. I'm on action horror movies right now. I just watched <laughs> Doomed again and hated it. <laughs> no. Still hate what? it. Which one's your hate? Doom. Doom. With Dwayne The Rock Johnson. (laughs) I'm on a a space horror binge right now, so... Yeah, I just watched Ghost of Mars, too. Like... uh, Nice. I guess the third one for me would be... Silent Hill. Silent Hill? Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. I love Silent Hill. I'll give it this week. Wasn't bad. And what about... George, what about you, buddy? Honestly, like, I'm, I'm into the weird stuff right now. Like... I watched I watched Raw the other day. Okay. At French Raw's I, a good okay. movie. It, it was good. Have you guys seen Raw was, yet? Yeah, I, I I watched that one. That Hell one. yeah, pretty, that's a good movie. They party hard. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> party hard. They yeah. party on another level. That movie made me hungry. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just something about it. I just was drawn in, and I was like, all right, I need this. So I, I like the way it was filmed. It was filmed in a yeah, really good way. Yeah, I and the story was so complex and weird. Like yeah. that ending was perfect in my opinion. Like, <laughs> agreed. Well, you got two others, George. Uh, oh, I told you not to put me on the spot. That's because uh, you suck. So, You're not a true fan. Um, Devil's Rejects. Nice. Because I just okay. watched it again the other day, too. And never gets old. I don't care how many times you see it. It's great. <laughs> apparently, they didn't die. Apparently, they're not ah. dead. Yeah, apparently, they didn't die. Spoiler didn't, alert. Spoiler alert for the third movie. Apparently, they're not dead. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> but like I said, guys, we want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on our our Cracker Box show, talk to us about some horror stuff, promote your movie. That's the overall goal here is just to promote. Go see Heartless wherever you can. Support their movie. It's great. It's 12 minutes of carnage. It's hell. It's it's crazy, and it's fun. Yeah. Um, so like I said, Kevin, Jennifer, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, we look forward to watching future features and your past features. I'm really looking forward to watching Feeding Time. Yeah, I want to watch it that. It sounds crazy. I was reading the synopsis about it earlier today, and I was like, yeah. I'm going to check this one out later tonight. Yeah, you, you, won't, be, you won't be scared of Stacey anymore. Okay. It's an 80s babysitter in peril thing, kind of House of Devil, kind of got a Joe Dante feel, John Carpenter. Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's definitely a callback to uh, in, uh, earlier films, but Matt Mercer directed it and wrote it, and... Uh, yeah, he's he's kind of a horror staple in independent crowds. So, yeah. 
Uh, he, he did a great job on it. We're really proud of it, and, and uh, it's totally different from Heartless. But uh, <laughs> I look forward to watching. It. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Oh, we love it. Yeah, yeah, you can see but, it for free. It's on the Screenfest YouTube. But if you go to um, uh, the website for the film is feedingtimemovie.com. And it's right on there, so awesome. you can check it out. Ooh. Thank you for that. You know what I'm yeah. doing tonight. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll check that out while we wait for our next show to get <laughs> going on the air. Um, but again, thank you so much for taking the time to come on our show, and we look forward to watching future things. Um, we really yeah. enjoyed this movie. Um, I, I can't wait to write the review for you guys. Uh, oh, cool. It's going to be a great time writing that review up in words like I do. Um, I, I didn't know that was happening. That's oh, great. yeah. We're gonna, awesome. we're, don't watch, We're going to give you that finest Horror Junkies podcast review. You wait out. You wait. You wait for it. Five out of five blueberry muffins. <laughs> five out of five blueberry <laughs> muffins. Um, nice. <laughs> that was perfect. Awesome. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for being on the show, and we'll talk to you guys some other time. All right. Uh, thank thank yeah, you so much. And, thanks, and thanks, for us. thanks for the kind words, man. Yeah. This is, this has kind of made my week. Uh, yeah. This has been really awesome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, guys. Hey, check out the show. You may like us. You know. Love <laughs> <laughs> us or hate us. I did it. I actually did. I listened to the Christian Bale one, the one about American Psycho. Oh hilarious. god, that one got weird. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't done the, we haven't committed to the Christian Bale workout thing, the Patrick Bateman workout thing yet. Uh, Speak for yourself. I've been on it all day. What do you mean, <laughs> honey buns over there? Shut up. Yeah, he does a thousand crunches a day. Yeah. yeah. You have to work out while watching Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's the key to yeah, all of it. I know. I know. I love that. I love that that's what's playing. Yeah, yeah. If you're not that's doing that, secret. you're not getting, you're not burning those calories. If you're not doing that, no. it's not going to work. You're not, it's not a maximum workout. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Let us know when you do the challenge and we'll do it with you guys. Excellent. Hell we yeah. look forward to doing that. We'll hold you to All horror junkies. Right here. Yeah. We all got to do it. Everyone's got to do the Patrick Bateman challenge. But, yes, you guys, you guys have a good night. Again, thank you for taking your time to talk to us. No, this is a blast. Thanks thank so much. You. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right.